What's today's evolving threat landscape, and what are some of the evolving defenses? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Tom Kellerman. He's Vice President of Cybersecurity with Trend Micro. Tom, thanks so much for joining me today. Happy to join you. As we set up front, we're going to talk about the evolving threat landscape and defenses. But first, I'd like to hear a little bit about you and your career as an ethical hacker. Sure. I am a foreign service brat. My father was a U.S. diplomat, so I grew up in Latin America without a TV and with a computer. And for the past 26 years, I have been working on cybersecurity as an adolescent all the way through script kitty, through trained ethical hacker. Um, My first job coming out of grad school was the deputy head of security for the World Bank Treasury Security Team, where I was responsible for evaluating uh, the security of central banks that connected to the World Bank and IMF. Very good. Well, you've got a unique perspective. Give us some insight. How is today's threat landscape evolving? Well, ever since 2005, there's been a significant uptick in both automation and artificial intelligence and attack code. And 2005 was the beginning of the year of intelligent botnets. And as we've seen these botnets grow, we've seen a lot of them become facilitated through updatable code that could be provided through the Internet. So much of the threat landscape today is not about uh, viruses. It's not about worms. Um, It's really about targeted attacks that are being leveraged via the web. Um, So web-based malware, web injection attacks, as well as attacks on mobile devices that are flourishing right now. What's interesting about that, by the way, is in today's landscape, not only are you dealing with specifically targeted attacks against you as an individual or your organization, where they've done enough reconnaissance to understand who you trust, what kind of verbiage you trust, what kind of applications you use, what type of networks you depend upon. But in addition to that, when they hack you in cyberspace and say's environment, it's far more nefarious in terms of what's possible. And what I mean by that is that if I hack your mobile device or your tablet in today's environment, which is actually very easy to do, um, I can actually hack your physical reality. So because of the fact that that device shows me your location, Once inside your calendar, I can ascertain not only uh, what important meetings you have going on, but whom you're with. Um, I can turn on the microphone in that setting and get transcripts of those conversations and or launch Bluetooth or NFC attacks through wireless against anyone sitting at that boardroom table. So, Tom, given these capabilities, how do you see hackers changing their tactics and how they approach their targets? Well, again, uh, they're very much focused on conducting reconnaissance. What, what they've seen in the underground themselves is not only the advancement of capabilities, but the automation of the weaponry. And so you have these arms bazaars of individuals who are extremely capable, who don't focus on hacking so much as developing the latest and greatest attack tools uh, for distribution. Uh, for example, the Black Hole Exploit Kit is a great example, or spy or the the evolution of Zeus Trojans, where not only are they beginning to attack mobile devices and and going after financial transactions, but they automate the transfer and the money laundering of those funds. So, you know, essentially back in the day, you were dealing with one bullet, one gun weaponry, or you were dealing with viruses that would spread widely, that inevitably you would identify their signatures and you would be able to eradicate. 
In today's environment, you hear much about the advanced persistent threats, but those are no longer the monopolies of regimes and governments. Um, there are a multitude of organized crime syndicates and elite hackers who are producing that type of advanced weaponry for sale in the underground. So if you are a Fortune 500 company or you do business with one, you are being targeted at this moment. Well, let's talk about targeted organizations. You've already talked about how the threats and the attackers are evolving. How about the defenses? Are they evolving as well? Well, the first thing we need to appreciate about the defenses is the defenses have been very much focused on the old-school paradigm of perimeter defense. Much like the city of Constantinople was finally sacked in 1453 by Ottoman Sultan, it really speaks to the, the reality that you know warfare has changed, essentially, and crime has changed. And, and firewalls, encryption, and virus scanners are good and necessary, but they are not uh, impenetrable um, to the target attacks that we see today. So by understanding that, we also need to appreciate that the cyber kill chain has evolved to include a maintenance stage. And what I mean by that is once they infest your network, uh, what, they just, what they do besides stealing your credentials and having significant lateral movement within your application and your, and your sister and partner networks is that they actually patch the holes that they exploited to get in your system. They actually clean the host that they compromised to make sure no other hackers have a footprint. And they've actually shifted their command and control to reside within your ecosystem so that you yourself cannot ascertain whether or not there is some command and control that exists from afar uh, when dealing with a targeted attack. So given that, given that, the defenses have to change. We have to stop focusing on building greater fortresses in cyberspace. But in fact, we have to figure out how to build a better prison. How can we increase the level of discomfort of the adversary when they have a footprint within our system to a point where they have to choose between resources, their own time, or giving away their location, i.e. attribution, um, in order to maintain that persistent presence? Well, let's talk about this sometime. We've got organizations today that are investing unprecedented resources in information security. Where do you see their defenses most out of alignment? with the changing threat vectors? Again, they're very much focused on perimeter defenses. They're very much focused on compliance exercises. Uh, They're not allowing offense to inform defense, uh, as was illustrated by the Comprehensive National Cyber Initiative. Um, I think most of these folks, before they begin to invest in these technologies, need to revisit the game of chess. And they need to really begin to understand that given today's threat landscape, wherein web-based attacks are significant, wherein mobile users are being heavily targeted, wherein traditional blacklisting technologies are insufficient, wherein as you move to virtualization and cloud computing, the reality is is you have no visibility into virtual machines and your IPSs are becoming irrelevant if they can't understand how virtual machines react in your environment. It's fundamental that they focus now on securing their cloud environments, creating strategies to migrate to to a layered security framework in the cloud, revisiting how they deal with third parties that could be the conduits of attacks into their ecosystems, making sure that they go beyond just having MDMs, mobile device managers, in place to secure their mobile devices, and lastly, really beginning to do a a real evaluation of the specialized threat detection technologies that exist out there, particularly the ones that can offer them customizable sandboxes where when they have to deal with a targeted attack, 
can they then not only replicate their own environments to see how this thing would react, but more importantly, can they query some sort of global, actionable threat intelligence in the process to understand, yes, we've seen this type of sniper before. They've used this type of bullet. They usually sit up on this type of um, bird's nest, and essentially, this is how they operate. For too long, organizations have been buying technologies that focus on, yes, this is the bullet you were shot with, yes, this is the wound, but never allowing you with great situational awareness to ascertain how that's relevant, how that's part of the larger uh, campaigns and or cyber kill chains, staged attacks, that is, uh, that have been leveraged in the global context. And I think it's about that global context, that, and that situational awareness that's fundamental. Well, Tom, a final question for you. You work with organizations every day trying to solve these issues. What advice do you offer for how to get started? How to evolve an organization's defenses to match these threats? Well, first and foremost, I would recommend that all organizations do do the following ten things. Um, first, really begin to audit through penetration testing, not a traditional SAS 70 audit the security of your third parties and managed service providers and strategic partners that have direct conduits into your ecosystem. That's fundamental. Second, move away from multi-factor authentication. Move fully to two-factor authentication, especially your systems administrators who are oftentimes targeted as the weak links in your ecosystem. Third, make sure that your cloud security strategy and mobile security strategy are created in parallel in conjunction with one another because they are one and the same. Remember, your mobile devices are merely the endpoints of the cloud infrastructure and, and the VDI infrastructure that you're going to be rolling out in the future. And, and make sure that when you move to the cloud that you fundamentally appreciate that you can't just migrate to the cloud and depend solely on encryption to protect you. Things like file integrity monitoring, intrusion protection, advanced logging, and virtual shielding are a necessity when you migrate to this newfangled Web 3.0 environment. And lastly, really begin to deploy technologies like Deep Discovery, which is a new technology we've developed at Trend Micro that allows you specialized threat detection, you know, multiple protocol and analysis and evaluation with custom sandboxing to understand the lateral movements of attackers if they are already inside your network. Let's face it, now, Sean Henry, former head of FBI Cyber Intrusion Division, noted, you know, there's two types of organizations in the world. They're the ones that know they've been hit and the ones that just don't know they've been hit. And, and the, the problem is in today's landscape, you really have to assume that the enemy is already inside of your house and you have to focus on marginalizing the presence of that adversary to a point wherein you can better fortify your, your enclave against these types of staged and blended attacks. Tom, that's great insight. Thanks so much for your time and for your discussion today. I appreciate the points you've raised. You're most welcome. We've been talking about evolving threats and the need for evolving defenses. And I've been talking with Tom Kellerman. He's Vice President of Cybersecurity with Trend Micro. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.